What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 42. I'm going to ask you two, who wore 42? A famous athlete that wore 42. Mm, 42, 42. Ronnie Lott? I think Ronnie Lott did. He might have, but who's the iconic 42? I know I'm the wearing... answer, so I'm not going to say it and ruin it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that's that Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. That's why the people that are watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my Brooklyn Dodgers hat today. Let's go. But uh, I'm going to open up the episode a little different today, just because it's the iconic 42 Jackie Robinson episode we're going to call this. Mm-hmm. I got 10 quick facts about Jackie Robinson that I'm going to go through real quick. So he was the first African-American to ever play in the Major League Baseball. Let's go. He started first base for the Brooklyn Dodgers April 15th, 1947. Dang. He won Rookie of the Year in 1947 with a batting average of 297, 175 hits, 12 home runs, and 48 runs batted in. Boy. He was a six-time All-Star between the years of 1949 to 1954. He won MVP in 1949. Mm Mm-hmm. He played six, He played in six World Series, but he only won one in 1955 at the against the New York Yankees. Okay. He retired at the age of 37 due to diabetes. Mm-hmm. In 1962, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame during his first year of eligibility, which hey. is hard to do in baseball. Yeah, definitely. He was the first African American inducted into Cooperstown, Cooperstown uh, Hall of Fame Museum. You ever been to Cooperstown? No, I haven't, but that's the Frank, place you? I want to go yeah, to. Yeah, a couple of times. So awesome. Awesome. Me too. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Really too. cool. Really cool spot to take pictures too. Yeah. Bro, it's like a want- town of like Milford, all baseball. Yeah. I heard it. I heard it's amazing. I want to go there and Canton, you know Ohio. It, unbelievable. Me, John, and Rudy, man. Shout out to John and Rudy. We went there a bunch of times. I believe Johnny almost played on one of the fields there. I don't know if the game exactly went down or not. I think maybe it did. Um, awesome. You got any more stats? I got two more. Go ahead. In 1997, Major League Baseball retired the number 42. So no one was able to wear his number. No one could wear 42 again. I love it. That's the stat that I was hoping you'd bring up. Yeah, that's iconic. But then mm-hmm. in, on April 15th of 2004, mm-hmm. they made a rule that all players had to wear 42 on their uniforms. And I, I believe they still do it to this day. And I think that actually everyone's just 42 on that day. So it's one one day a year. Yep. Every team, April every 15th player is rocks the date when he first started. Right. On that date, everyone wears 42. That's awesome. Jackie Robinson is a special guy because it's very rare that someone comes and breaks the color barrier like that in the mm-hmm. sport, right? But not only did he do that, but we, he was one of the best baseball players to ever live. So it just so happens that he was the first African-American player and also one of the best baseball players ever. Unbelievable, man. Coming from um, where I came from, growing up in Brooklyn, man, I, I, I thank God for that because it taught me a lot of different things. You know, mainly culture and diversity is what it taught me. And growing up and wearing a Brooklyn Dodgers hat, man, you always knew about Jackie Robinson. I played baseball growing up, loved, you know, just the fact that I was from Brooklyn, that the Dodgers used to play there, Ebbets Field. But but more importantly, all that is important because of Jackie Robinson and because of um, I wish I can I wish I knew the owner's name that gave him a chance, man. I, I try, try to look that up really quick. Um, but also, I, I read this book when I was a little kid, Jackie Robinson and Pee Wee Reese. I think it was called like Teammates or something like that. It, it was so cool, man. These two guys, 
um, an African American man and and a, and a and a white guy, how they became friends and their bond together. And Branch Ricky was the owner. Branch Ricky, shout out to Branch Ricky. Gate, you know, signed Jackie. Saw the guy that Jackie was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, saw who talent. he was. Yeah. And not who you know the talent, the man, the way he conducted himself, his drive, everything like that. Man, just a great story. Shout out to Jackie Robinson and his family and just what he did for the game of baseball. Man, unbelievable. Forty two. Let's go. All right, let's go right into a uh, big topic going around right now is the free agency in the NFL. In the NFL. February 3rd, the day of the Super Bowl, right. is when NFL waiver system opens up. Okay. And teams just start beginning the process that leads into, you know, all the other uh, openings in the 2009 free agent market. Mm. So February 3rd is pretty much the big day when everything starts. Teams can start talking to each other or mm. players. So I have a list here. I gave you guys it too. So, how does this work? The their teams get first. No, it, it all depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like Demarcus, like on this list, number one guy that's uh, on this list is Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, the DN from the, the Cowboys. From the Cowboys, but he was franchise tagged this past year. Right. They could franchise him again. They could franchise chise him again. So they got, should sign him though. Because what oh, they yeah. should do is they should sign him. But they haven't yet. I know, but no, it, well, it, it, have, have they discussed with him? No, no, it, but the season just ended. You know, they got a Prescott is not a free agent, I believe. No, he's like, not no, on here. Like he, I think, I think they're gonna, you know, I think he's got another year left, or they're gonna start working it out this year. Like maybe it's a fifth year option, and they gotta, you know, reconstruct the contract, whatever it is. I don't know exactly what that deal is, but this guy is super important to sign. And it's, it says age 27. He's 26. He'll be 27 at the start of the season. This guy is unbelievable, Demarcus Lawrence. He is definitely, to me, going to be the most sought-after D-end, you know, in free agency. Maybe one of the, you know, best defenders that teams may go for and may try to tempt him. The Cowboys are going to keep him. He's going to be a Cowboy. I have no doubt about that. I think he will be, too. Right. I just think... I don't think any any teams are really doing anything until a lot of teams like to see what they could get for these players though too. Yeah, you know, so that's why they don't really. The season didn't even end yet either, yeah. so it's got to end. It's got to go. You know, a couple weeks got to go by, and then free agency is going to start popping off big time. But there's a lot of big names on this list that I didn't even know was free agents this year. I know. How about D Ford? Yeah, the the um the the outside linebacker for the Chiefs man who had an unbelievable year right in time for free agency. Guy played so ridiculous. He's only 28 years old. You know, depending on what the Chiefs do, I think he stays there too. I think these teams that are having success with these young guys who are hitting free agency at that age, they got to lock them up. You can't let that guy leave. A lot of a lot of these guys, I think, I'm, I'm amazed at the age of, of this list. You know, a lot of young guys. But I think the large majority of these players are going to stay on the teams. Yeah. Right. Well, these a lot of these guys are probably coming off of that rookie contract. You know, that's why they're coming mm-hmm. up on the free agent market right this year. Clowny, like, like Clowny, Trey Flowers might be available because you know how the Patriots are. They're not going to pay any any yeah. big name, especially defensive guys. But he's so, twenty six. Yeah, I think he came up in the system over there. Um, Belichick. They the got guy, rid of Collins, remember, and he was at his peak. Yeah, that was. Just, I I couldn't believe they did that. Yeah, I don't. You, you think he was as young as this kid is right yeah. now? Trey Flowers yep. is right now. I, I think I don't. I think he stays there. I think Trey Flowers stays there because he's like the the backbone of that defense, man. Be he interesting was, to see what goes on with Mark Ingram too. If I 
going off of topic real quick, mm-hmm. but if I was anyone on a New England Patriots team, right, I would give I would take whatever they offered me mm-hmm. just to stay on that team. If yeah. I know that I'm gonna be basically going to the Super Bowl every year in the AFC. Well you're gonna be winning. Yeah. Right? You're winning winning solves everything. And and well Tom Brady's on his way out, so mm-hmm. that might change a little bit. That's not a thing, though, because at the end of the day... I know, you want your money, but I'm just saying... But it's not that you want your money. That's your career. That's your job. And you only play football for a certain amount. You have a family to feed, and you, you, you want a retirement, right? So you can't just go off of... If it if the money's significantly less, you can't do that. You have to think of the long term. I agree. I don't I'm, think the money would be significantly less, this, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, I mean... It might be like well, a, if it's a couple million to me, that's significant. It is. It might not be to him, but mm-hmm. it is. But I'm saying from me, Frank, from my point of view, mm-hmm. I think I would just play for the wins and the championships because you're still getting paid. If you can manage your money, you're still getting paid, and you could you you could save money. Like like Mike said, it's not going to be that much of a drop off from what you could be making to what they might offer you. Do you think you could differentiate that though? I'd at be his one of age? those guys that go for the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'd play for the, you know, I'd play for the Giants right now so, if that was the biggest contract. So, so you're basically Le'Veon on Bell. I was yeah, just yeah. That, yeah, I'm yeah, that yeah. guy. Right. If I'm an NFL player, I'm that guy. What Until the do, end Mike? of my career. I'll tell you what I'm going to do in one second. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like it's easy for uh, me to say that and, and, and I believe us and I don't want to speak for you guys, but like from where we're sitting, you know, at the, at the respect the chat table where we all got jobs and we all work super duper hard, we... At, at at 26, if we were NFL players and not having regular jobs, what do you say to yourself then? Do I want that money? Do I need to get that money? Or am I going to stay with this team who's winning? Things are good. Um, th- you know, th- I don't got to. I, I just got to show up to work every day. There's no like drama, nothing over here. Th- this they do it right. If I play for them the right way, you know, they'll see what I could what I could do, and then when that time comes, they'll give me. You know, I'll get paid. What's the difference in money? Like Frankie is saying, it may be significant. You know what I'm saying? If the it, just saying, if the if the Patriots want to pay this kid, how much are they going to pay a DN? You know, um, fifty million. You know what I'm saying? He gets fifty million guaranteed, or he gets seventy million guaranteed somewhere else. Well, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's so right. that's significant. Yeah, I, I'm talking even like fifty, fifty-five million. Yeah, if it, you're that, saying like a five grand like different, a, like I mean, a five, five million dollars, mil five million difference. Yeah. You're bouncing on five million. Yeah, I don't know if I like sacrificing wins. But then you yeah. go into a team that that the <laughs> attitude is like a lose. Like you, I don't know. Yeah, listen. How long is the NFL career? An average NFL you're right. career you're is right. what five years. You're you have, absolutely right. You ha- only have that certain amount of period to make the money if you want, unless you want a job after football. But mm-hmm. no one really does to make that money for the rest of your life. You're right. You're yeah. not making twenty million every year. People get like this delusion when they see the money, like mm-hmm. like fifty million dollars. Yeah, but that fifty million dollars has to last his whole life. Mm-hmm. You that's, know, well, that's just one contract, right? Right, but some players only get one big contract. Okay. Yeah, true. If, if you're really lucky, you maybe get two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're a superstar, you get more. Right, but however many that's more. Few. And Those far guys between. are very, very right. Few and far between. For me. I would take the – it would be more about – for me, it would be more about winning. I'm all about winning, bro. If I could win and get paid, fine. If I'm going to go to another team and get paid a ton of money, ton of money, and take L's like two, three weeks in a row, I can't play that, bro. Yeah. 
I, I, I lose my mind. Like, I can't, I can't you, then go. You would go be in a locker room, like, freaking out letting on your people, like, yeah, like, what yo, the heck's going on here? What are we doing? Oh, right. I took the money to play with a bunch of scrubs. And then they're, they're going to give That's you the happened. heat that, oh, oh you, you came here just for the money. Right. And I can't deal with that drama. Then the media starts getting yeah, at me. Yeah, now yeah. I got to start yelling at them. Then, you know, Mike is a complete diva. He's <laughs> the worst. What is he doing on his team? That'd be me. I would be that guy. <laughs> I'd be that guy. Dang, I'd good. be Antonio Brown, like, telling the quarterback to shut up. Like, you I'm don't a, have to be that guy. <laughs> you could be the change in the locker room. I agree. But that's what I'm saying, what I think sometimes happens when you go on a team, like playing sports all our life. I hated losing. I, nobody likes losing. But there's like certain people I feel like, though, it like it, it sticks with them a little longer and a little you know, more than other people do. I, I, I would take the money if I was Flowers, see what they offer me, and move on from there. Le'Veon Bell is very interesting to me. Where he ends up at his age as well. We talked about him like crazy. Yeah, we talked about him so but much. But the guy I'm very interested in. Is it number seven? Number seven. No. Okay. It, okay. It, but it is a guy at the same position. Landon Collins Landon at Collins. 12. I was going to bring him up. Is a guy that I would, I mean, if the Giants, which I think the Giants would be crazy to let him go. I agree. No, he had a down year the year before he played really well. What direction are they going in? I don't know. You know, but at what age is he? 25. 25. You have to build that secondary around him. Correct. That's what they need to do. Are they? I don't know. And if they're not, then you get rid of them, okay? Where he ends up could be, could be like, huge for that team who gets him. He's the most intriguing guy to me on that list. I you, mean, even uh, Tyron, Tyron Matthew. Matthew yeah. Yes. He only signed a one-year deal. I know. I think he's going to stay in Houston. I don't even consider him – on the, I, I think he loves Houston. I think they love him. I think they're on the brink of something really big over there. They got a great defense, great offense. I think he only signed a one-year deal to try to prove himself and get a max contract. Though, I right? agree. So I agree. It, it depends what kind of money's coming at him. Yeah, I think so too. But he, I think he's also a guy who has made a good amount of money when he played in Arizona. So he's at the... Part of his career, 27, he does play safety, so they can play longer, right? Um, he's looking for one more big contract. But, yes, I agree. He's getting that, he, he, and he's going to get it. He's going to get it. He played really, really well this year. There's a lot of good defenders who yeah. are free agents. I, and I was just looking at this list. I think, a, like, LaMarcus Joyner for mm-hmm. the Rams, he's 28. They franchise tagged him this year, but you think he'll still be on the Rams next year? I, I, these are guys I think that will be on the move. Sheldon Richardson, because he's at 28. LaMarcus yeah. Joyner, 28. He'll be on the move. Even this guy from Detroit, uh, Zekiel, I can't pronounce his Ziggy, name. Ziggy, Ziggy Sanya? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he'll be on the move. Is there any reason you're overlooking C.J. Mosley? No, that, no, I'm, well, I'm getting there. To get there. I'm getting there. I was going to specifically pick that out. What, what? What is? He ain't leaving Baltimore, no. right? I, I don't think so, but Baltimore is one of those weird teams, too, that don't really – Resign anyone till later on, like through this whole process. They're a team that's gonna see what they could get for them. Yo, if that is the thought of these teams, then what's they, a business? Yeah, listen, 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 here, listen, listen to this. Where are you gonna get another guy at C.J. Mosley's level at that age? He's in his prime. Oh, listen, I like, agree. At prime. the end of the day, these front offices, it all comes down to numbers. How many jerseys you sell, and how much revenue you're bringing in. That's all they care about. If they could get somebody comparable to C.J. Mosley at a cheaper price or anything like that, he's going to be gone. Yeah, but What's he's it? bringing in Which jersey is, sales could, and revenue, and they're if winning. If you could get a second-round pick and, I mean, what else is the well, rate? You can't that? trade a free agent. Oh, crap. You're right. Well, 
Online. Look at you trying to trade your. <laughs> I was best trying defender. to trade my dude, but I was, I was just trying to think of something. But yeah, I no, don't know. He, yo, he that has to be. A, you have to sign this guy. This guy, you cannot let him leave. He's Baltimore. not going to. Cannot let him leave. Leave Baltimore and revenue and jersey sales and all this other. I get that, man. Totally, it's a business. Get it. But winning, winning teams. People want jerseys of players on winning teams, right? People want to go see team winning teams. People want to support winning teams. So when you win, it's going to take care of itself. You ain't getting another guy at this guy's level, at this guy's age right now. Pay him. They're, they're going to resign him just Pay because him. that defense is in a, is where they need to be right now. Right. You know, they were number one defense in the NFL again this year. Mm-hmm. So why do, you, why do anything to change that? I don't yeah. think. And I if think you could a, get rid of Joe Flacco's contract, then which that they opens are. up some money for right. you. What about Larry Fitzgerald? He's 36. 36. I think free he, agent. I think I think the Cardinals are going to re-sign him to like a small deal. And I think this is going to be like his year. ride-out year. Can't let him go. No, you right? can't. You can't let Fitzgerald go. Not on his last year. If they do, I think that he'll be done. I don't yeah. think he goes anywhere else. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Golden Tate, another guy who 31. I think can make a team re- good, though. I think he can go somewhere and add that piece that they're looking for some teams. I think he stays with the Eagles. Specifically, the Cowboys yeah. is who I would like I don't him think to go they, to. I don't, I don't think he's a good fit with the Eagles. When he went, he was dominant in Detroit. Mm-hmm. He comes to the Eagles, and well, he, was, a, a he was a shell weapon. of himself. I know, but still. You think he was a shell of himself? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Well, he played okay, but I don't think he was playing at the caliber that he should have well, been playing at. Well, he came in with what? You got Ertz and left? Alshon Jeffrey yeah. over there, so he was he, he was the third target, technically. Not, yeah, but he's not you the know, number like, one anymore. No, if he but, has all off season to to play with those guys and get integrated in that system. I I think he'll end up yeah a more. You like you role. like him with the Eagles? Yeah, I think it gives him a lot more uh, dynamic offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would like to see him somewhere else, just because of you his, want him to see him with the with the star on it. Well, helmet. I think he, I, that, and the reason why is because we could use him so much more than I feel like the Eagles could. The Eagles got to either let Aguilar go, or they got to let Tate go. I don't feel like this. But why would you keep Tate and let go of Aguilar when Aguilar is way younger? I agree Aguilar with you. Is very one dimensional, though. Don't you agree with that? I don't think as, so. As I don't a think wide so. When he when he gets the moments to yeah. to, to to shine, mm-hmm. he takes advantage yeah, of those. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind of routes that he runs that he's no successful way. running. You well, know I when think... Aguilar came into the league, they were saying that he could be the next Antonio Brown. Like that's how talented this this kid is. That's fine, but what has he done? He's he not runs getting go routes. He's not getting this. No, no, he runs across the middle too. He's not getting Deep. his opportunities. When 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 Alshon Jeffrey was out and someone else, and he was the main guy. He had like 150 yards receiving a touchdown with like eight receptions. I wish I could find a game. There's a lot of guys there. That's what I'm saying. You got to get one of those guys go so that that guy can get his targets and do his thing. I like Every Aguilar. Every team is going to make you do what they want you to do in their system. So Aguilar is not going to be able to run all those routes that he wants to or could because they need him to run this these routes. Yep. They got Jeffries the star. He's a receiver mostly. Ertz is a receiver. Yeah. 100% receiver. So what do you do? They... I think they got to get rid of one of those guys. I mean, I, I'll take Aguilar too. I don't care who it is. I think they would get rid of Tate. Cowboys and keep need another Aguilar. receiver. It would care. be silly to right. do the opposite. Now, let's go back to Tyron Matthew. We mentioned his name. Mm-hmm. What do you think he? What, what do? Uh, what do you think's gonna happen with him? I, I think, think he should stay with the Texans. I think no. he'll sign like a yeah, three or four year deal with the Texans. With the Texans, as long as the money's right. 
Yeah, I think he's definitely staying there. I think he likes. What about one of these teams that need a push for a safety, like the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you rather the Cowboys go for him or Earl Thomas? I'd rather the Cowboys go for Matthew um, because of his age. Weren't they looking into him last year when he was on the market? I think maybe they looked at him. Maybe they winked at him. But the Cowboys didn't want to make any move. Heath is terrible. Our safety is terrible. They moved Byron Jones from the safety to the corner. Byron Jones is not a good corner. He's a better safety, but he still isn't a great safety, Byron Jones. We need a safety in that defense. That defense needs a safety. The, the corner, Jones and and um, the dude from Colorado, I don't remember his name. I don't. Anyway, him. those two guys are good. Lewis is another guy to sprinkle in there. Van Der Esch, Smith, Lawrence, Crawford. Woods, Gregory, all those guys on the line are great. The back, the back is the problem. Earl Thomas, Tyron Matthew, Landon Collins, get one of those guys. Ha ha, Clinton Dix is available. I don't really want him, but another get get somebody, get a safety that could stand back there and hold it down. I think the safeties are gonna get paid in this offseason, bro. I think they're gonna get paid well. Teams need safeties. Yeah, and there's I agree. a lot of good ones out there. And I was just uh, I was just reading on another subject here. Mm-hmm. Well, the teams I sent you guys this link too, like. Right. And I was just reading Baltimore Ravens. They're talking about C.J. Mosley, and they were saying about how they should re-sign him because Terrell Suggs and Eric Weddle could be could could they they could part ways from this from them this year because their contracts are up. Yeah. So that maybe maybe they get yeah, rid of Eric Weddle. More likely, one of those guys are gone. Yeah. C.J. Mosley. Yeah, I agree. One, uh, yeah. I think they keep Suggs, maybe trying to get rid of Weddle, and I think they should bring in Tyron Matthew as a safety. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. No, <laughs> he ain't going there. Um, but uh, uh, you want, you want Kareem to? Hunt is on that list too. Okay, I, I was I was gonna end with him, but okay, you could go okay. There. Well, I, I I could wait. Go ahead. Where you at? So Clay Matthews for the Packers. Played ten seasons there. Mm-hmm. What do you think is gonna happen with him? You think he's a franchise guy over there? I don't know. Didn't who they get to be the coach? Do we remember who the Packers coach is? Ooh, I think I deleted that. I thought he was a defender. We'd have to look that up. We'd have to check that out, exactly who they signed, what he is. Wasn't it the linebacker coach for the... I thought it was. The linebacker coach for the Patriots went over there. Rich, Ooh. look that up while I, while I chopped this up real quick. Clay Matthews, I think, stays there if he buys into the fact of that that this team is serious about winning. And the coach, whoever the coach is, um, is into is, is a defensive coach. If not, if the coach is an offensive coach, and if um, – who is it? It's the offensive coordinator from the Titans, Matt LaFleur. Okay. LaFleur. So, I, so then in that <laughs> case, I don't think so. I think maybe Tyron Matthew breaks out. You mean Clay Matthews? Clay Matthews breaks out, yeah, because – that team has a limited amount of window to win to win right now. Aaron Rodgers is getting a little older. The defense is not good. What does he do? He ends his career there just having to break his back every single game trying to be a superstar over there. I think he should go somewhere else and play. Like the talking booth. What do you mean the talking booth? You think, you he, think should, he, retires? he should retire? I no, he's still-, still at the top of his game, bro. Top of his game. You don't think so? No. Why not? Clay Matthews? I ain't seen nothing. Impressive. I mean, his numbers have gone down. Right here it says, this season he only had three and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. In the last three, he had 16 sacks. The defense is terrible, though. I know, he but— He do everything. 
I know, but you still should be able to get your own numbers at that position. But he doesn't have to do anything. He's the pass rusher, isn't he? Yeah. But you got it, pass rush. Yeah, I know you got pass rush, but there's more to it than that. You're making it sound like the guy's making a peanut butter and jelly. There's more to him having to be, you know, to get his numbers and to make a significant to get in order to get his numbers, the other guy's got to be doing their thing. Okay? Aaron Donald as great as he is. I love the guy. He's great. But Nandamakan Sue is there as well right next to him. That but frees he was up great before Nandamakan Sue was there. Yeah. But but what it, but look at his numbers this year compared to all the other. They, I mean, they're going. They went way up. He's one of the most dominant players, and they were going. I mean, I think there's another. There's other guys on on defenses that help you get yours as well. J.J. Watt. There's a lot of guys on that offense, defensive line, and on the defense that help him. He is dominant, but it helps him get his numbers. Same with Mac. Those guys over there that are helping him get his numbers. A lot of these big time pass rushers. Or defensive linemen need other guys to help them. They can't get, they can't get their own if they're their own. They're the only guy on the squad. You know what I'm saying? That's tough on a defensive line to get that. You know they'll double team you. Yeah, when you're when you're the only guy, they have to worry about. Right. They, they, they run away from you. you. You know what I'm saying? Like we're running against those two guys right there. You, I ain't running towards yeah. your side. So here's another interesting name. I just want to see what you think. The Los Angeles Chargers, Tyrell Williams. Do you think they should worry about keeping him since Mike Williams is coming on and he's been playing pretty effectively at the end of the season? I think they try to – I don't know about him specifically, but I think that team tries to keep everybody together because Philip Rivers has, what, maybe one or two more years, and they got a team obviously that can make a, a significant playoff push. So I think you try to keep that squad the way it is for the next couple of years and try to get Philip Rivers a uh, Super Bowl. Totally agree. That was going to be my point. You got a limited amount of time with Philip Rivers. If you're deciding that you got a limited, if you agree with that, then you keep all the weapons he's got and you roll. Maybe you add one more guy. I don't know. No, a tight end. Because Gates is out. Henry is he going to be okay? If he's okay, yeah, plug him in. But if he's not, get a tight end. I like the receivers there. So you you would keep it how it is. I would keep it how it is. Yeah. All right. Then uh, Nick Foles, mm. before we get to Kareem Hunt. He was the last I got, guy. I got the stats I want to talk on about. Nick Foles. You want to talk about him? And I got him right in the, the dome here right. from ESPN. Uh, so right so I'm going to try to spit it out here. So they have a $20 million option. They could pay him $20 million and they keep him. But he can then give $2 million back and become a free agent mm. if he wanted to. But the Eagles could also franchise tag him for $25 million next year. <laughs> Franchise tag the backup quarterback. Crazy. When you think about it, pay the backup quarterback twenty five million dollars because that's essentially what his position is going to be, right? Whether you agree or disagree, yeah. of who the coach came out and said Carson wants to start next. Right. Year. Okay. So he's the backup. They're going to let Nick Foles go. Yes. They're, they're, they can't wrap up that much money in him. They're, it's not even that. I think they're really appreciative of what he brought to that city. Mm. And the team and everybody loves him. I, I think that they want to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. The argument w- on ESPN was it's very possible that he goes to the Redskins because they need a quarterback or even the, the Giants. Now you're going to be playing against Nick Foles twice a year? Mm-hmm. The guy that brought your team a Super Bowl? You want to deal with that? Imagine and, him and going the information to like- that he has. And, and what if he beats you, you know, 
and brings them to the Super Bowl or something. Now your fans are going to hate you forever. So I think that they would let him go, but they would much appreciate. They might tell him on the way out, like we would much appreciate it if you didn't go to the Redskins. You know. Well, I think Nick Foles is a good dude. I don't think Nick Foles. Well, I know I he's a good dude. I don't think he would do that. Yeah, I don't like, think they let so him either. go. And but it's and, not like a bad. I mean, you got to play for a team, right? But yo, listen, you're gonna you know go to I think New York, go? and if you don't go, do good there, they're gonna boo you. And Nick Foles is not in the point of his career where he wants to hear that. No. Washington, they're gonna boo you too. I agree, not as much as New York, but I think Alex Smith is okay. I don't. I think but he's gonna be back. I don't know if he's gonna play. They he's don't know play. what's going he's on. He's gonna play. I, I believe he's not he's gonna, gonna play next year. Yeah, he might be out for at least half the year. Think so? Yeah, he his injury is pretty. Maybe he comes back week six or so, and they figure it out. Whatever. It, I don't think. But he who goes, they have for week six? I don't six. know. So you, I don't you're, know. You're throwing in a towel before your season even starts. I don't think he wants to get in that situation again. You know, yeah. like who to play him? Play him? Play me? Play him? I don't think they're gonna do that either. Alex so, Smith is not Carson Wentz though. So if he's no goes he's, six and zero, oh, they're not putting. Alex Smith in that quarterback. Right. No, I just don't think they want to deal with that. But I think Nick Foles possibly goes somewhere. But if I'm the Eagles, I pay that dude the money he wants to get paid, and I tell him to sit down because we're going to need you. You think Wentz goes At down again? At some point, we're going to need you, and we're a really good team, and we and they're a quarterback in, and they've already proved that they're a quarterback in or out of – like th- that, that dictates how that team goes – quarterback goes down you put a you put Nick in there they just keep going if the quarterback goes down Wentz and you put someone else in there it ain't gonna be they ain't gonna get going I yeah, mean but the 20 million dollar option is the 20 million dollar option though so if they yeah. want him next year they gotta pay him that that's a lot if, of money if he's not gonna give back mm. the the whatever it is two million mm. to be a free agent then fine you don't have to franchise tag him you save five mil but that's still a lot of money for a backup quarterback he's really not though he's an insurance plan I think the Jags yeah. make a push for him. That That's I could see. Fit. That I could see. I think happen. he could go down there, play a year or two mm-hmm. in Florida, nice weather, mm-hmm. see what happens, and then and then from there. Here's maybe. my question: Is Nick Foles a quarterback that has been successful based on the system he is in, or is Nick Foles a good quarterback and he can play in any system? Yeah, I think it's a system. A, this is a this is a, an ever. Lasting argument. Well, I this is why I bring it up here. I don't like he, this. He, he this. played for other teams. He played with Kansas City, right. and he didn't. Not too, Kansas City. St. Uh, Louis. St. Louis, but he was with Kansas City for. Really? I, I forget. I only remember that. That was when, uh, what's his name, went there. The quarterback that was good with the Patriots, he went over to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Matt, Castle. Matt Castle. Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt Castle. Mm. And he went down for like, like two or three games, and Nick Foles came in over there. The insurance plan. So what is it? I know you don't want to have the conversation, Frank, but what is it? I think it's system. Right? I, I think don't, so. I don't. I don't I think he's a good quarterback? System. Yeah, I think he's a good quarterback. Okay. I think that if – I think it's a system in the sense of uh, – I think he matured a lot. And in mm-hmm. early in his career, he was trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. And as he found his groove and, – and obviously the system helps because they were they were setting up plays where he didn't have to – do too much, but I mean, you seen you seen him play these last few games. All those passes weren't five yards. He let it sling a, a little bit, you know. Yeah. It's just that he's not gonna he's not gonna push anything. He's not gonna try to fit passes where they don't belong anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an asset that a lot of teams could use. I think. I agree. If you and have I, a good team around Nick Foles, he could absolutely bring you to the Super Bowl. And I agree with you. I think he matured. I think he doesn't push the 
you know, the ball where it doesn't need to be. He doesn't cut down on his turnovers. He makes smart decisions. If nothing's there, he doesn't, you know, force it or nothing like that. But I also think he's a really good fit for what um, – What's his name? The uh, Peterson. What's the coach of the Eagles' name? Doug. Yeah, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's I, his system. When when he was the starter for the Eagles back in 2012, 13, mm-hmm. and 14, that's when um, the coach for the Chiefs was there. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah. And, that, and Andy Reid's a great quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. And his best season then was in 2013. Right. When he threw for 27 touchdowns and only two interceptions. For 3,000 yards. He's not the type of player that's like, like but, he's not going to go to the Giants and make them a Super Bowl contender. But say he goes to like the Broncos or somewhere where there's there's pieces around him, you know, like a good defense and, and some weapons. I think that he could really help a team like that. He might. He goes to the Broncos, though, and they got what? Young receivers and no tight end and a really good running back. They got a great defense who's going to put him in games. I don't. Th- I think he has to. I think, like you said, he has to go somewhere where he's got some weapons, though. You know, I don't know who is open. That you know, is an open spot where he can go to that has weapons right now. Well, it, you don't think the, the Jags have weapons? You, you sign Nick I Foles, so. and, and maybe some of these wide receivers sign up to play for your team yeah, because they're playing with a Super Bowl MVP. I agree. Maybe we'll see what happens. And Nick Foles very interesting. Very interesting. Is Carson Wentz Tony Romo? What? No. Injury prone? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I mean, I don't know. So then how do you let this other guy go? Money. Money-wise. Well, you've seen the, what happened with the Cowboys, right? So this guy, is the- Guy's really, really good, Tony Romo. He goes down. They stink. Guy comes back, goes down. Guy comes back, goes down. But in between of him going down, you're terrible. The team isn't good. I think if the Eagles don't seriously contemplate what exactly they want to do, they made a good decision last year. But then he came out again, and he played really good again. How do you stop other teams going after him? I think you have to be careful with what you do with Nick Foles if you're the Eagles. I think he's way more valuable to you than other teams. Maybe you could sign another back. I mean, maybe you won't get to... You know the the numbers that Foles gave you when he came in, but maybe you could get a, get another backup quarterback that's not that bad for less money. Teddy or Bridgewater, maybe Teddy Bridgewater, or maybe you you draft a quarterback like mm-hmm. in the mid rounds of the draft and hope that you hit on him and you could save some money. Okay, Carson Wentz could get injured again, or he could never get injured for the rest of his career. I mean, it's only his three, third season; you never know. Let's they could have rushed though. him back, and that's I why he got you. injured. I agree with you. I think. There's still the jury needs to be out. But if we look at three years, and in three years, he's had two significant injuries that have put him out in a significant amount of games, that's not a good record going forward. No, and this back injury actually scares me a little bit. Me too. It's a back. For a a back for any player, but specifically a quarterback. That's going to be tough to come back from and be 100%, you know? like Y'all were saying the same thing about Andrew Luck. That's a shoulder. Yeah, but he was out three years. Yeah. Yeah. And look what the Colts were for three years. But, Horrible. But, I mean, Carson Wentz is ready by the beginning of the year. That He was ready for the playoffs, really. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Uh, with a back injury, let's just say he re-aggravates that, black, that back injury again next year. You know, uh, the doctors in the team is going to be like, – they're, they're going to want him to rest. Like They're not going to want to push him. So the, it's going to be very easily to sideline him again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. With Andrew Luck, it was his shoulder, and the Colts were like, listen – we're not playing you until you're 100%. And that's what they did for three years. The guy didn't play until he was 100%. Right. Now, maybe going back to what Mike's saying, do you let go of Foles? Like, why don't you say to yourself, Wentz, 
get yourself 100%. That's what Frankie said, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, 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 I get, get him 100%, sit him, tell him you're not playing next year. Yeah. You're going to rest the whole year. Because then when you come back, we're going to take over. We've seen that this could happen. We've seen when we rush you back or that you're not ready to come back, you get injured again. Look what Andrew Luck went through. Yes, he had some, we're going to have some down years, but... Here's the thing, though, because it's $20 million, right? Say you had the option if you were involved in that front office somewhere, either you could sign Nick Foles and have that, that um, insurance plan, but you lose Golden Tate and maybe a, a couple of other people and you can't sign any other free agents, or you let Nick Foles go, you pick up like a, a less a quarterback for less money and you could make some of these, these improvements. Mm-hmm. Now what do you do? But that was going to be my next question. Do you think the Eagles actually need that much more help? I think that defense is a nice, solid defense. The only receiver that you might lose will be Golden Tate, who you could replace with Aguilar. Right. So I, I honestly don't think the Eagles will have to make too many moves this year. I think I think they would be able to sign Foles, actually, and keep the team they have and be just fine. It's all going to come down to money, though, basically. You know. Or, they're going to lose some guys on defense, though, that are significant, the Eagles. I believe, uh, well, it says Brandon Graham here, who's the, the, the defensive player, who's really, really good. I thought Fletcher Cox was on there, too. I'm not absolutely sure. Um, but they, I've seen I seen the list the other day. It's a, it's a good amount of guys that they're going to be but having. I'm sure they want to sign some right, of those right, guys. Right, right, having to figure out Jordan their contracts. Hicks is the inside linebacker you know, they have. What, what happens there? you got to make a decision, man. Um It'd be interesting. See Very interesting. It's, it's literally going to come down to the money. Definitely. If, if they could swing, give him that much money. Right. All right. What else we got? Nick Foles, man. We did, we dedicated a good amount of time for you. Cream Hunt, last guy. You think he's going to play again? Put it that way. I hope so. I hope he learns from his mistake. I believe people should be given second chances. Um, I think a team could use him. Where he ends up and who takes the chance on him, I don't know because the league has proven that they don't give too many second chances to you know to when got domestic violence guys. Um, I don't know, man. I would like to see him be able to turn his life around, though. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna disagree with that though. Mm-hmm. I think the league isn't that strict with domestic violence. Oh, okay. I think they actually give these young players second chances. Mm-hmm. If I mean, I don't know all the names, but there's been. Greg Hardy, they gave chances, yeah. you know, too. Tyreek Hill, still in the league, never even got suspended, had a mm-hmm. case against him, you know. Mm-hmm. Zeke's problem. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a young, talented player, they give you a second chance. As long well, as you— it's, it's a it's a four-game minimum suspension for a first offense, yes. isn't it? There there should be a structure like that. It no, shouldn't be that six. either you, you're banned from the league or nothing. There has to be something in the policy book if this comes up. Then this happens. There is, right? I, there is. I think the problem is though is that the media and the perception and who, what you look like signing this guy, regardless if he, you, there is, you, he gets a suspension and then he's available to come back. I think it plays more into well, we're not gonna. I don't think it's we're gonna lose him for four or five or four or six games. It's we're gonna sign this guy who people are gonna be very upset well, about. The Redskins signed that defensive player before Ruben he even Foster. got suspended. Yeah, yeah, Ruben and they got Foster. a lot. They yeah, got but a they lot didn't care. They still got him. 
Yeah. If, if you're young and talented, a mm-hmm. team will take a chance on you as long as you are doing everything you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're if you're a guy like Alden Smith, remember him for the Raiders that was yes. just constantly in trouble? Mm-hmm. Those are guys that are not going to give second chances. Right. If you're showing that you're making improvements and stuff like that, they'll give you a chance. Mm-hmm. The only one why Ray Rice never got a second chance was because it was the uh, first. That was on video. That was on video. Yeah. Out. Which was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We, ridiculous right but he was in later on in his career it mm-hmm. was the first time the league had to deal with the situation and they completely butchered that whole thing they didn't do yeah. it right at all yeah but very I, very hard situation very difficult hard. issues and feelings and but i, I sensitivity but it was ray rice's age yeah why i think worst he comes didn't to get worst, chance. kareem hunt could go to the ufc be a coming <laughs> but i think kareem right. hunt will be back i think he will be too I don't know where he's going to go. I don't even know, you know, there's a lot of teams that could use a running back and a guy of his caliber, but who's willing? I think for me it's who's willing to take that chance, you know, on on the the backlash. What else we got? Let's get into some uh, NBA talk. Okay. Well, y'all could see that I got the Derrick Rose <laughs> throwback jersey on. We all got jerseys on right now. They can still see re- because the video has been over for about a half hour now. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, all right. I got the Derrick Rose <laughs> Bulls authentic jersey on, man, when he got drafted. The number one. Uh, got this from my boy Lucci. Um, sent it to me as soon as Rose was drafted. Knew I loved Rose. Ended up on my doorstep. Great move. Love you, Luch. Absolutely love you. Um, Mabel's got some nice jerseys, too. From that um, that time, Lucci was handing out jerseys left and right over there. Um, Derrick Rose being up for or possibly getting into and looking good to get into the All-Star game makes me so happy. Because I love this guy, and he deserves to be in that game. The fan vote, he's doing really good in. I know the media still has to vote, and the coaches, I believe. There's other aspects to it, but I'm rocking the Derrick Rose Bulls jersey today. Rich has on... Which you'll see in the video. <laughs> the LT throwback powder blue. And Frankie's got the TJ Oshie throwback from the um Saint the the St. Louis uh what do they call over blues. there? St. Louis Blues. The 74. <laughs> 74. So it's Jersey Day today. And I feel like I got the Tyrone Biggins hat on. You see it in the video. It's just a red cap. My hair is looking crazy. I had to throw a hat on. All right, what do you want to talk about in the NBA? I, I want to talk I gotta, about I James Harden. Standings. Go ahead, talk about him. I want to talk about what this guy's been doing. He has 18, I believe he's up to now. How many double dribbles does he have that have been called? <laughs> that shot. Yeah, what is the, that? That, that double step shot? back. What is that? You know, They're calling it a Euro step. Yeah. No, no, that's yes. travel. It's called a travel. It has <laughs> a name already. You know <laughs> Steph Curry tried the same exact move and he got called for a travel? Oh, really? Definitely. Yeah. All right, Houston's moving up, though. Right, Harden scoring a lot of points. Houston is Harden stack is on his way up. Go ahead. Before you do the standings, this guy has 18 consecutive games with 30 plus points. His last two performances: Monday night he dropped 57, Wednesday night he dropped 58. Did I'm I'm not sure if they played. Still on the bench, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, I believe so. But uh, do you know if the Rockets played last night? I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they. I know one of those 40 point games. Like, none of them were assisted. Well, I have a stat That's right crazy. here. Check this stat out. Zero of James Harden's 115 points over the last two games have been assisted on. Let me say that. That's team basketball at its best. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my gosh. 
out of active players, he has the most 50-point games. He took over that spot the, uh, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. He has 13. LeBron James only has 12. Well, not only has 12, right, but right. LeBron, LeBron James has 12. Mm-hmm. So he took over for the most 50-point game out of active players. Right. But he's just playing out of his mind. The most consecutive games with 30-plus points, mm-hmm. uh, Kobe had the record with 16. Right. He has 18 now. Harden has 18. He. Oh, he right. He got Harden's two past him already at this point, and he's gonna. And he's, he's gonna, still going. He's gonna score more. Houston is all about putting shots up. That team is put up as many shots as you possibly could put up. Play as little defense as you possibly could, and just make this team score. That's as, the West as, though, as, right? as much as you. It is more probable that that happens in the West than it does in the East. Yes, but specifically Houston. They just want to get up as many shots as they could. So this plays into the role that James Harden wants to play. He wants to shoot the three. He wants to shoot as many shots as he could. He wants to take the double step back, travel, and shoot it a million times a game, 30, t- 30 times a game. Where I think that becomes trouble, and like I said, they're moving up in the standings now. They're at six. They're behind San Antonio. They'll move past San Antonio at some point. They'll even, I think, move past Portland, who's going to drop to me, who's at three right now. But that's not going to last. That's not going to pay off in the playoffs. You can't just keep shooting the ball like crazy in the playoffs and think you're going to win a seven-game series. No. But ever since he started this crazy performance of 18 straight games at 30-plus points, mm. the, the Rockets are, are, are moving up. Before that, they were right. outside of the playoff picture. Yeah. I think they were like 12th or something. Mm-hmm. And ever since he started taking off, he just dominates now. And the, he and does. That, and, and they're getting wins. All you have to worry about is getting to the postseason. Get Chris Paul healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, who else do they have over there? Capella. Yep. You know, as long as you make it to the postseason mm-hmm. and make sure your guys are healthy, then you can maybe change it up a little bit. Yeah. They're gonna have to change. They're gonna have to do something different. It can't be the same old story every year. Let look at this though. Their away record is nine and twelve. Their division record is six and four. So they're only six and four in the West. And playing away, they're not good. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna that comes into effect later on in the year. I don't think they finish any less than four. You know, with that being said, but once it come once that becomes a problem, is is towards the playoffs. Golden State. Me and Frankie said it would take a little bit of time. I don't know exactly the time we said, but guess who's in first in the West? Did you see what Boogie did yesterday? And Boogie <laughs> is back, and now they got the All Star squad in. Fourteen points in fifteen minutes. His whole stat line was good. Yeah. I believe. It, I, I don't he know. Looked great. He looked great. Duncan, he, he was yes. three for four on threes. What are you going to do with that team? <laughs> That's insane. He he played, he got, he only played 15 minutes last night, mm-hmm. dropped 14 points, and had six rebounds. Dang. Go get it. Crazy. Go get it, dog. The Warriors are in first place now. They yeah. beat the the Rockets on Thursday, on Tuesday mm-hmm. night, 142 to 111. Mm-hmm. They dropped 51 points in the first quarter in that game. If everybody stays healthy, I'm going to say this now, they don't lose one single playoff game. Sweep everybody, including the finals, and then that's it. Wow. You think Boogie uh, mush, uh, mesh, what's the word? Mesh? Mesh as well. Mesh as well with that team? Yeah. Looked great last night, and he has fun playing he with those guys, only and that played, helps a lot. He only played 15 minutes, remember? Mm-hmm. I understand, and he fouled out, so there is that, but I, they Foul, don't, they don't need him. He fouled out in 15 minutes? Well, it's 15 minutes combined. He fouled out in the fourth quarter. Here's the thing about him. He's very dynamic, his game. So he could play with a team like the Warriors. Like his game, 
meshes well with them, like you asked before, because he can he could play off the off the ball. He does he can grab the rebounds. He could put up a shot. He could he could play in the pick and roll. He could do everything that they need a big man to do. Golden State. He is their prototypical big man to play with those guys. He's got to chill a little bit on the attitude. I seen him last night yapping it up already after one foul. That's him though. But he's got to chill. He's got to chill. And I heard him say that he's that they're the most hated team in sports, the Warriors. You believe that? I agree with that. You think the Warriors yeah. are the most hated team in sports? A lot of yeah. people hate what they did with not the Yankees, Durant. not the Cowboys. I think the Warriors totally. not the Red Cowboys. Sox. Hated, most hated franchises the in Cowboys sports. The Cowboys aren't the most, in the, even in that list. Listen, there's a lot of I think people the Warriors, that hate the Cowboys. I think the Warriors took over. You think so? I think I so. I think people hate I, Cowboys I, fans more than they hate the Cowboys. Well, that's part I of it, is what I'm saying. That's part of it. <laughs> Everyone I talk to hates what the Warriors did. They think it's cheating that they got Durant, that the whole team they put together. You know, I'm for it. If you, if you, could, if you could do it, do it. You know what I mean? If you could make that team and win championships... I'm I'm for it. Let me ask you a question. Say you know you're gonna lose Kevin Durant next year. Do you go after Cousins to re-sign him? Because uh, the coach said that they're not gonna re-sign Cousins next year. But say you 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 end up going to lose Kevin Durant. Do you go after him? They already said that they're not gonna re-sign him. Yeah, they said this is for this is for one year. We want to help him prove himself, and mm-hmm. then he'll get a big contract he, somewhere else. He reached I, out to the Warriors. He called them. Remember that whole I thing? I think it was yeah. mutual, yeah. Like, well, well, no, well, no one was, was interested in him. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. the, that whole story? He was like sitting on his balcony one night. Mm-hmm. No one's calling, you know, his, his agent's not calling him. So he calls his agent. like, listen, I want to go to the Warriors, make mm-hmm. it happen. He went there for like $3 million or something ridiculous. Veterans minimum. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I think they re-signed him, though. If they lose Durant, given that situation you gave me, if they lose Durant, you re-sign Cousins. I think it. All depends on his performance this year, like how he does. Yeah, he's if he gonna shows, play well. He's gonna play yeah, well. Yeah, I think so. I have, he's really, I, really good. Yeah, he's so good. He's always been good, in that no case, where he goes. In that case, I think if they lose Durant, and maybe Cousins might be like, listen, you gave me the opportunity, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll, you know, you maybe give me a smaller deal and I'll play for you. Yeah, thing. these guys are playing for one for two year deals anyway, yeah. with the option to leave after the first one. So they, they, question, they, they can make they can figure it out. They could definitely figure out the East is still looking like the East, huh? What the the top four teams, the only teams with winning records? The East is gonna East. The East is gonna East. Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana. I watched the other night play. Indiana is pretty good. Um, I don't think they have enough. They don't. You know what I, I'm I saying? I think postseason time they won't have enough. And I I don't you know I I don't I cannot if the if the Sixers were in any other if the Sixers were in the West, they would be out of the playoff picture, and I'd be right. But they play in the East. The Sixers don't got a good team, bro. You crazy? They don't got a good team. They play big man basketball with Embiid, which ain't gonna, which which ain't, which which is not the NBA. No. But fine, you want to roll with that? Go ahead. Jimmy Butler cannot wait to leave. Yes. <laughs> He's counting down the days. He's hoping they're out of the playoffs so he can get out earlier. J.J. Redick is is at the back end of his career. He's a one dimensional player at this time, shooting threes. Markel Fultz doesn't play. Ben Simmons got his first field goal in, at the end of the third quarter of the game I was watching the other night. Wow. First field goal. He, he, he can't do anything. What is he doing? He could, yes, he can, run the, he can run down the floor and he can pass the ball. He can grab a couple rebounds. What is he doing, man? But that, he drives to the hoop and dunks. I mean, he was the rookie of the year last year. Yeah, it's fine. He, but who else was there to, for him to pick from? 
Devin Donovan, De- Donovan Mitchell who should have won. I think yes. But other than that, that, there ain't nobody else out there. The, the Sixers. Tatum was there too, and he wasn't even he, a true rookie. A, a, that was a good rookie class last year. It was it, 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 to me, he won partly based off the fact of the success of the Sixers. Tatum had a better year than him. I, no, I actually think, and Mitchell went further. It, it's supposed to be based off of the season. But I but think not, they right. gave him the reward because of how he performed in the postseason. Right. He actually had a pretty good postseason right. last also year. Also wasn't a rookie, in my and opinion. Yes, he wasn't. He wasn't well, a yeah, true rookie. That, that's a so there's that. Thing. So what, what about the Celtics there, man? Right. But, but look at the records of the teams in the East. Just don't even – I mean, the home records are are terrible, but whatever. The away record, Milwaukee is 12-8. and eight, Toronto's 15-9. and nine, Indiana is 14-9. and nine. That's where it ends. Winning away records. Sixers, 11 and 12. Boston, 10 and 13. Brooklyn, 12 and 12. Miami, 10 and 10. Charlotte, 6 and 15. Like, these teams can only win at home. Those from four down. Later in the year, guys get more tired. Games add up. This It's going to be one of the ugliest years for the East, record-wise. Let's go back to the Celtics. Those we... Across the board, picked mm-hmm. him to win the, the the championship this year. Yeah. No, they're gonna. You, you still think they can? Yeah. yeah. You, Frank, you want to you want to change? I think they'll that? win the East. You think the Celtics will still win the East? Yeah. The Celtics is oh, we said win the whole entire thing. I know me and you. I think picked. They're gonna win the East. I think we picked them winning the championship, beating the right. the Warriors. That's gonna be a whole other story. Now that I'm seeing what's really going on over there, you know what I'm saying? Which I knew was going on anyway. But well, they're just so good, the Warriors. They're so good. Yeah. The Boston needs to get it mentally together. If they mentally get it together and the coach figures out the right guys to put on the floor at the right time and the right mix, I think they could be really good and challenge them. Winning is a whole other story. But Boston, I think, will get up there, finish in the top, in, in the top slot. I think they beat out. They're only six games back right now from Milwaukee. That could be made up in, in, in no time yeah. at all. Milwaukee is really good, but I don't think they're better than Toronto, and I don't think they're better than Boston when the season ends. Milwaukee, I think, finishes at three. I think Toronto and Boston fight for that number one. I think Milwaukee's the best team in the East. I just think when it comes to the playoffs, they don't have enough experience Mm -hmm. to to win the East. Right. Yeah, I mean, everything runs through uh, Giannis over there. Yeah. So come postseason, though, I, I I think in the postseason, it, basketball completely changes. Mm-hmm. It's a fast-speed game. Yeah. They're just shooting, and the teams that have the players that can shoot mm-hmm. win. Yeah, but then— it's a, it's a faster game in the postseason. Right now, you know, you, teams are trying different things, mm-hmm. so it, it's kind of different. But once postseason comes, they know that if you want to keep up with the Warriors and these top teams, you need a small— uh, a small, what's it called? Lineup. Small lineup to go up and down the court fast and be able to shoot and keep up with these teams. I think you could beat, to me, though, the playoffs um, comes down to whoever wins is, is paint points to me. Who can win the paint? Who can grab the rebounds? All these guys could shoot. I think the shooting gets, you can't shoot 50 and 60% all game for for a whole series in a row. It doesn't happen. They put up a ton of shots to try to get those points. I think teams that could lock them down, like Toronto and Boston, when they start locking, if they whoever they play in the West, if they could lock them down a little bit, a little bit. The Warriors are a whole other story because they could play lockdown too. I think if they wanted to, but I think to me when it comes to playoffs, it's paint. 
Who wins the paint? Lay the ball up. Get a dunk. Shoot a jump shot. I like it. Can I give you? Are you going to? What are you going to now? How much time Football? we got? On, how much time we got on the podcast? We're good. Okay. We still got to pick our 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 uh, winners for the games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Our Super Bowl picks, and then then a very special call-in guest. Yes. For the UFC fights, Sally Knuckles. Here we go. I got an obscure stat before we go to football. All right, go ahead. You know, this is my favorite thing to do week is to search for these. So each Tuesday of this of the season this year, the football season, Alvin Kamara worked a blue collar job. For just each as what? a side thing, every Tuesday. <laughs> okay. So the Tuesday before the NFC Championship game, he worked as a garbage man all day with the garbage crew. That is awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is one of the best obscure stats right? that you've given. Yes. I love that guy. Got to love him. He's just like a like a regular guy. Got to love him. Got to love him. Um the fact that he finds time to do a job like that is pretty crazy. Right? 9 yeah. to 5 every Nine Tuesday. To five. Good for him, man. That's what's up. Go ahead, Rich. That's a crazy stat. Sunday. Sunday. Big games. There is. We're pumped over here. You want to talk are. about the uh previous games real quick? If you guys want to. I mean, I, I didn't have that on the agenda, but you guys could talk about Is there a games. specific game you yeah. want to address? <laughs> yeah, what game do you want to address? Oh, okay. No. Well, listen. Cal- I mean, the, all those games went as right. we kind of expected, besides the Cowboy game, mm-hmm. which I think they had opportunities to win that game. Yeah, I think everybody that lost had opportunities to win. I think the Eagles had opportunities to win, too, against the Saints, and they just didn't capitalize on it. That's what happens at this time of the year. You know, it's like one or two possessions that you needed to capitalize on and score, and you didn't, and then and you lost the game, you know? We didn't think the Patriots game was going to go the way it did, did we? I, well, I did. I wanted the Chargers to win, but I knew the, the you Patriots. You knew they were, were going to get blown out? No. Oh, okay. You got I think a Chargers I jersey on right now, I, by the way. I know. <laughs> I, I, pick, I I picked the Chargers to win, yeah, nah. to be in the Super Bowl this year, but... uh. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to go against Tom Brady and, and the Patriots in the postseason. That's what I said. Brady and Belichick in the playoffs. Prepare for this guy. It's a whole other story. Did bro. you know that away though? Tom Brady is not great in the playoffs. What's his record away? I think he's one and four in his last five. All right. That isn't a great. Record Doesn't happen a lot. In the last five. He's he's one and four in his last five. Six touchdowns. Eight interceptions. Mm-hmm. And the last time they played, it was a, it was a shootout. They scored a lot of points. Brady came down and won in the last final minutes. It was Mahomes versus Brady, the goat versus. But that was the kid. in New England. Yeah, it was. It was in New England. Yeah, this is in Kansas City. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be possibly snowy or something like that. It's gonna make an interesting game. Let's stick with this week's games. We could talk about last week's games probably for another hour, but let's at least stick with this week's games in the sense of like, let's pick it. Let's pick a winner for the Kansas City Patriots game. Who do you think is the winner and why? Well, that game is that's the the later game on mm-hmm. Sunday, just so everyone knows. Yeah, it's six forty mm-hmm. Eastern time zone. That's uh the spread. The Chiefs are giving three. I hate the spread. Have I said that enough? How much I yeah, hate? Yeah, you say it every single week. The when spread. We talk Nobody about the cares spread. about the spread. Bro. Every. Nobody it's, cares it's about the spread. It's how people bet, though. Yeah, yeah we So you bet. don't care about it unless yeah. you bet, but right. we right. bet. Okay, so bet and so tell anyone the that's listening, people out whenever there. Mike picks, just ignore him. Yeah, I'm picking like strictly on how the game is played. <laughs> I don't nobody care about no spread. All right, I'm going Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs finally get it done. That okay. offense is way, way too explosive. And I just, I'm not a big, the Patriots defense played 
a heck of a game last week. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to be able to. I, I know the Patriots beat the Chiefs in Foxborough earlier in this year. It was right. a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's going to be. A, I just think this time around, the Patriots aren't going to be able to put up as many points as the Chiefs. I okay. think the Chiefs outscore the Patriots. I'm going same thing, and I think it's that. I think it's a shootout, but at the end of the day, the Chiefs had just have more firepower. All right, and playing at home is going to help the Chiefs this time around. I hope that the Chiefs win because I want to see Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and Tyree Kill in the Super Bowl and Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. But I don't think that they could beat the Patriots at this time right now. I think the Patriots are locked in. I also think the Chiefs are locked in too, but I think the Patriots keep it to a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game in in like the 27-21 range. That's what I mean by in, in, the, in the middle there, you know, compared to the other one where it was, they were scoring more than that. And I think a low-scoring game caters to a team like the Patriots and Tom Brady, and I just think they are a little bit more careful with their possessions. And I think this game, the Chiefs' defense – shows you know gets a little exposed d ford and the other guy over there who's the other dude over there the other guy was playing out of his mind Ooh, younger I, guy i don't know his justin name. justin houston well justin houston is another guy there too i'm not sure um jones maybe jones um i just think that the secondary gets exposed edelman has a big game gronkowski has a couple catches i think they i, I think the patriots win Keeping it to like a a a score a low scoring game. Really, I, I think you know the last when they, they get the played, run game going when they played earlier in the season, week seven. The mm. final score was forty three to forty. Yeah, it's not it's not going to be there. You're not going to beat the Chiefs again in Arrowhead playing a game like that. If that's how the game goes, then the Chiefs win. But I don't think that's how the game goes. I think it's a low scoring game. Eric Berry's back this week. Yes, he's right? back. Yeah, but not fully healthy either, and that scares me for the Chiefs. And he's one guy. Uh, uh, in, in a secondary that's got to figure, that's got to make up for a lot of things. I think he can. He's a, he's one of the best safeties out there. But James White, has, I think, has a good game. They start sneaking him out of the backfield. Michelle gets some good runs. The Patriots getting a little bit of an offensive groove, and I think the defense keeps Kansas City locked down enough that the Patriots win. I got the Patriots in that one. Wow. All right, let's move on. But to I them. want the Chiefs. <laughs> Because I want the young kid in there. I can't. I I can't go another year watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's fine. I called the Patriots though, right? On my list, I'd like to bring that list back out. Patriots Eagles. No, that that was Ant. I think Ant was Patriots Eagles. Shout out to Ant, the everything man. Um, I think I picked Patriots Rams. I think that you have that list. Yeah, I still have them. You have. We'll go over those lists when the Super Bowl happens next week. Okay, I just want to know. Just to see if we're right. So the other game is who? Rams versus Saints. Saints are giving three and a half. This is the earlier game. Starts at 3.05. In the Mercedes-Benz Center. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. Who you got? I'll let you guys pick this first. I want the Saints to win. Mm -hmm. Because I would like to see Drew Brees get another another ring. Mm -hmm. But I also want the Rams to go. I'm a huge Sean McVay fan. Mm -hmm. McVay. So this is a tough game. To be honest... Whoever wins this game, I'll be happy for. Okay. Uh, if I have to pick, uh, this is, I think, I, I would go Rams on the spreads. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. Mm-hmm. So if the Saints win by a field goal, obviously they don't cover. Right. And the Rams win by a field goal, they they win. So okay. I'll just go Rams on the spread wise. Mm-hmm. I want the Rams, but I think the Saints are going to win. <laughs> Complete opposite. Why? I think. Um, 
when it comes down to it, Drew Brees can deal with the pressure that's coming from the Rams' defense mm-hmm. a little bit better than most quarterbacks. I think, and I think that the Saints' defense, although they're not the greatest, you could say, they play with a lot of aggression. And against a young team like the Rams, I think that they, that could mess with them. And they have just as many weapons as the Rams. And being at home, I think... Just as many weapons where? On offense. You think so? Yeah. Okay. See, my issue is I think the Rams I think the Rams are going to win. And I think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl, and I'll get that in, in a little bit. The reason why is I think Sean McVay looks at a game and says, what is the weakest point of this defense? That's what we're going to do. And we're going to beat them at it, and we're going to blow them off the ball like they did to the Cowboys. They blew all the defensive guys off the ball, and then they just ran into their secondary and killed them. I think he does it again. I don't know exactly how he's going to do it. I don't think the Saints secondary is great. I think there's too many weapons receiving-wise for the Rams that they're going to beat them. And now you got C.J. Anderson and you got Todd Gurley running the ball. I think they open up a, those holes that they were opening up for them, I think continue to happen again for the Rams. And they expose that, de- that Saints defense in this game. And McVay's coaching is keys in on he knows the weak points I don't know exactly where they are he knows where they are and I think I don't think the Saints offense has an has enough weapons to win a play win this playoff game Michael Thomas is so good and so is Kamara but you got one receiver and you got one running back and Sean McVay and that defense is going to say well we'll just take these two guys out and then you try to beat us with the rest of your guys they're more dynamic than that though oh Who's they, the other receiver? They receivers? got the guy that's a quarterback. Yes. Special team that adds wide the receiver Taysom running Hill, back. Yeah. That adds an effect. They got Mark Ingram who's a who's a between the tackles running back. Mm-hmm. But here's and the, they got like seven, I think, undrafted wide receivers that end up making huge plays at any given time. They only really had one good game where those guys with no names had a good game. They yes. had a couple of touchdowns last week. Yeah. A couple of those guys. Did they? It wasn't Michael Thomas that that Michael Thomas dominated that yes. whole game last yeah, week. Yeah, but other people scored. They don't have Michael Thomas that yeah. game. They lose that game. He has the most receiving yards, I think, in postseason. Or He no. played unbelievable. Unbe- they kind of held Kamara to being under what he needed to. The The Eagles, they played well. The but thing lo- is, look at the Eagles' defense. You think the Eagles' defense is – you think the Saints' defense, I'm sorry, is better than the Eagles' defense? I think the Eagles had a better defense. I agree. Than the Saints. So I- now – now you're playing against this team again with a less of a defense, and they're going to run the rock on you. They're going to run the ball on them. Yeah, but you're, you're comparing the Rams played Cowboys last week. No. You, you, you no, talked no. about the Eagles-Saints game. Wait, wait, Are you talking about the Rams offense right now or the Saints offense? No, the, Ram, the Rams offense is going to run the ball against the Saints offense. They're going to run the ball against them heavily. What I'm saying is that last week the Saints played the Eagles, right? The Eagles, the Eagles' defense. Who 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 are the Saints playing right now? <laughs> the Saints played the Eagles last oh, week, man, right? You screwed them. And then up. they play the Rams this week. They're playing the Rams this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. All right. The so Eagles' defense is better than the Rams' defense. No, I don't think so. I think so. Talib's hurt, and uh, Marcus Peters. He's going to play. Cannot Tlaib, guard Michael Thomas. No, I agree. I agree, and he got exposed. But I think. The Saints' defense is not built for what the Rams are going to do. I think the Rams are really going to play a heck of a game against this team. I, and I think they take Thomas out of the game enough, and they take 
Kamara, and they let Kamara, you know, maybe he sprinkles in there. The thing about the thing about um, Ingram running between the tackles is they got they got two of the best tackles, the Rams. They got Donald and they got Sue there. And they get and and their DNs are good enough too to push that back, funnel that back into the middle. So if you, I don't think they're going to run with success in between the tackles. I mean, you're not stopping either one of these teams on offense. There's going to be scoring, right? I mean, you yes, agree with that? Yes, yes, yeah. So I got the Rams and I got the Patriots. Beating That's them. your Super Bowl. And I think the Rams once again just a too much on the offense on the offensive side for the Saints. And that's how they pull that game off. So your Super Bowl is Patriots Rams. Patriots Rams. What's yours, Frank? Super Bowl. What did I just say? Uh, Saint- <laughs> Saints Chiefs. Saints Chiefs. That's who I want. I want Saints Chiefs, but I wouldn't be mad if we had another Saint uh, Chiefs Rams game. Remember mm-hmm. that game during the season? Yeah, really good. That'd be an exciting game to watch. But really, I'm going really Chiefs Saints. I think Any, that'd be a good anybody game. Anybody but the Patriots. Do you know this is the first time? That the top four offenses were in the final four, or were the final four teams. That's what's up. I'm pumped about that. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't care who. I mean, listen. However this turns out, I'm gonna be happy because I want. I don't care. I like all these teams, and I'd be interested in the matchups. I think it's the Rams' year, man. I think they got the ticket. I like that. I I'm I'm rooting for them. That's mm-hmm. the team I'm going with to win the Super Bowl. I think it's their time, bro. I think it's their time. All right, let's do our uh, little screenshot segment here. What do you call it, Mike? Screenshot shout-out. All right. I just want to start off my screenshot shout-out with a little inspiration like I did last time. All right. Right? So I look on people's Instagrams. This week I got John Bellion. You know who John Bellion is? He's a singer, rapper. Yep. Really good. Check him out out there, the people you don't know. But John Bellion had this shirt on on his Instagram, which I checked out. It says, money, and then in red letters, is not the key to wealth. So on his shirt, it looks like it says money is the key to wealth. But in between there, in the red letters, it breaks it up. So money is not the key to wealth. And I agree with that, man. I definitely agree with that. Wealth comes in other places. People should remember that. It's my little inspiration. I like it. I like it. So uh, have any of you guys heard uh, the 10-year challenge? The 10-year challenge? What people are doing where they're posting a picture where they look like 10 years ago to now. On Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Detroit Lions did mm-hmm. the 10-year challenge. Nice. 2009. Seven playoff wins. 2019, seven playoff wins. Yeah, buddy. Oh, boy. Not much progression there. None. Hopefully people's Facebook pictures <laughs> progressed more. I thought that was hilarious. In 10 years than the, than the Lions record did. You got one, Frank? You want me to hit you with another one here? I don't, all I have is a bunch of fight predictions on here, to be honest oh, with you. I got one here from Marshawn Lattimore that um, Skip Bayless said. He said, Marshawn Lattimore is the best corner in football i agree yeah yeah i'm trying to think in my head of who else casey hayward right for the for the Chargers, had a little bit of a down year um norman is down sherman is down i guess I'm, peters I, had a down year to was hurt joe hayden had a really good year joe also. hayden had a good year xavier rhodes had an had, okay had, had year. An okay year I Patrick Peterson it, had a good year. I guess you could give him it for this year. You think he he's better than Patrick Peterson this year? Yeah, I th- I think he had a pretty good year this year. Definitely okay. in that postseason game last week. Mm-hmm. You know, think yeah, the I Chiefs th- have a couple of corners who play. No, they didn't. Right, that's why they, they didn't. didn't get beat. Denzel I was just Ward trying to set that up. Denzel Ward had a good year. Yeah, 
I think Marshawn Lattimore's year looks really say good because of what he did in the last couple games there. I don't know if he had the greatest year, but we'll say he's a top three. Okay, corner in the league. Right I now. got that same screenshot, Rich, right there. You about to say it? No, you could. Look, right. it's right here. Randy Moss, mm-hmm. Chris Johnson, and Tyreek Hill, all race in their prime. Who are you taking? Tyreek Hill by five feet. You're crazy. <laughs> Who you got? Chris Johnson. Yeah, Chris Johnson. He 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 had the best forty time before I think two years ago. Chris Johnson. When someone ended up beating mad it. fast. Chris Johnson in his prime was unreal. I agree, but Tyreek Hill is a completely different animal. Was Randy think Moss so? really that fast? Yeah, he's pretty fast. Randy Moss, really? long, long legs too. You know, I, like he's flying like, down the like field he, like gazelle. I feel like you could put someone else there besides him though. Who? I don't know. Maybe that uh that that corner from the Titans, uh, Jackson. Adoree Jackson, quick. yeah, he is really quick. He Reggie very... Bush, wasn't he pretty quick? Yeah, he was. Uh, Randy Moss, it caught me, it caught me on surprise when they put those three in the same category with each other. The race, I, I feel bet... like, I feel like you could have put someone else in yeah, there. Yeah, me too. I think, I think Antonio Brown is faster than Randy Moss. Antonio Brown's pretty quick, yeah. You know, this could be. I, I agree. When I said that, I was like, Randy Moss, he's fast. Yeah, I but see. I guess so. I guess so. Will I, Fuller's I got to be really fast. Will Fuller's got to be really fast. He is really fast. Not could be. He is. He's got to be faster than Randy Moss too. I should that should have been Will Fuller, Tyreek Hill, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson is ridiculously ridiculously fast. I'm sure there's a million other guys that we're forgetting right now that Definitely. people are gonna listen Agreed. to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, what, what about this guy? Yeah. What about Ross? this guy? Then, then holla at us. John Ross, another guy is really fast. Agreed. I found this one. If Drew bring Colin Coward, if Drew Brees wins a second Super Bowl, he's moving ahead of Aaron Rodgers. He's already ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's the that's where you messed up, Colin Coward. He already is. Go ahead, Rich. They both got? have the same amount of Super Bowls. It's not like Aaron Rodgers has more Super Bowls. And he has better stats, Drew His Brees. stats are unreal, Drew Brees. All right, I got one more. All I know, this is a, a quote from Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. All I know is when LeBron was there, the Lakers were a fourth seed. Now that he's gone, they're the ninth seed. The Lakers are exactly who and what we thought they were. The same team they were last year and the year before without LeBron. Agreed. But what right? does that matter? They have LeBron. Just, but a lot of people were saying like they, this uh, Lakers team was going to be better with the, the young talent they had. But nah, bro. LeBron James changes yeah. everything over there. And if he don't get back, they're going to miss the playoffs. He, can, he needs to get back. He's the whole squad. What we got? The UFC fights? I got two quick stats I want to shout out, and then we're going to hit up UFC because okay. we got Sal coming on. So, Kyler Murray. Yes. Entered a draft. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yeah. He still had he had to he had to fill out the paperwork by this date to be able to enter the draft. Mm-hmm. But he might not. There's still that pot, like everyone thinks he's going to, which I think he is. I really would but, like to know his actual height because they were saying five <laughs> eight. Pat said they lift they listed him at five ten. I heard on ESPN today that it's five nine. How tall is the guy? Is it that hard? I think when they list them, they always put them. They always buff those yeah. numbers. You know, on DV, I was I was uh, 5'11", 185. I was six foot one eighty, <laughs> and I was probably five eight one seventy. I was five eight, <laughs> maybe one fifty. So the most, <clears throat> the, excuse me, the most important thing here, if they're even hearing that, is it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it doesn't. It matter. doesn't matter. It how doesn't to, matter. It it doesn't matter because they're they're listing him for one height. But that's not what they should take into consideration when drafting him. They should consider what he did on the tape, how he plays, and his tangibles. Well, that's fi- the way. Five ten is a short quarterback, but we've seen it before. Five eight is 
very rarely have success in it. I mean, like almost never have success in the NFL, right? So those two inches do mean something to NFL owners. I don't know, but do we ever get we don't we don't get the accurate reading until they go to the combine? Then we see what the guys, you know, are stat. If he comes in at five eight, will that affect him seeing over the defense? Maybe. We we don't know yet. There hasn't really been a guy who's been at that height at that position that's been successful. So is he going to be successful? I don't know. But but Breeze and Mayfield and Wilson are all right around the same size as him, right around the same size. An inch or two. I don't know, man. This kid is really good, really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm five eight. Mm-hmm. You've seen how tall those offensive linemen are. If there's five of them standing in front of me, I can't even see what's going on past them. No, no, I know, I understand that. I, I, but Breeze and and, May, and Mayfield do it, and Wilson does it. They don't. They only got an inch or so on them. They don't have much on them. If they had three, four inches, I'd say yeah, that's significant. It play, but it's an inch or two, if that. You know what I'm saying? If that. You ever see Drew Brees when he throws? He looks up. Mm-hmm. He looks up through the cage to see where he's got to throw the ball, bro. When it, probably the and best he's not quarterback just, ever right. in the he's football. He's not just okay at doing it. He's super good yeah. at doing it. But, like, that's it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's an elite amount of guys who could do it. But I think he's a super good athlete. I think he gets drafted in the first round, too. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said the the key to see if he's actually 100% committed to the draft is when spring trading is going to be starting up soon for baseball. Mm-hmm. And they said if they if you see him at those practices, then most likely he's going to not go into the draft. Mm-hmm. Like he, he did, like I said, he just had to fill out the paperwork yeah, to be a, to be eligible. He's playing football. But you, did you know the the MLB made a, a exception for him? They mm-hmm. told the A's that they that they could sign him. To a big deal, or no, no arbitration period. Yes, they passed it through. Yeah. Yep. So, so he could. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm with you guys. He's going to the draft, yeah. but I'm just saying these are all the things that the analysts are yeah, saying. Yeah, of like, course. Keep an eye on this. If he's going to spring training, he's not. He's really not going to go to the draft. That's called blase, blase. Yeah, that's what that's called. And another big thing that happened this week, Oklahoma University of Oklahoma mm. got another great quarterback. They did. Jalen Hurts transferred to Oklahoma. They went from from Bama, yeah, from Bama. So the last three or last two was Baker Mayfield transfer, was a transfer, Kyler Murray transfer, transfer, and now they got Jalen Hurts transfer. And all and those two quarterbacks were dominant when they were with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Baker's doing his thing right now in the NFL. Yeah, we all think Kyler Murray's gonna go to the NFL, and mm-hmm. we think he's actually gonna be good there. Both of them won the so, Heisman, also. Yes. Yeah. Imagine Jalen Hurts goes to Oklahoma, wins the Heisman again. I think he has the talent. He looks every bit of thirty-five. <laughs> He's Who, a who's the coach at Oklahoma? Ah, oh, I forget. Used to be Bob Stoops, though, right? Yeah, no, it, but he retired. Right. Whoever I don't, it I don't is, know who it is now, but whoever it is, which I'm going to look up right now, is doing his thing. Right. And his staff is doing their thing because they're getting the skill players. College football to me has got a lot of similar players, really, really skilled kids at skilled positions. The key is to get that quarterback who could do enough and be really good where it pe- where they can get through those games where the other guy is not as good as the other. You know, like the quarterback is – I know it's important in the NFL, very important. But college too, it's it obviously is just as important, 
but they're very similar, these college quarterbacks, yeah. and what they could do. You know what I'm saying? It takes that coach to be like, all right, I need this guy, and, and I'm going to get him over here. We're going to match him up with these skilled dudes, and we're going to take off. I think this is going to help Jalen. they Jillian. do it well. I think this is going to help Jalen Hurts a lot. Because I agree. going into this, his week, like you would say his passing game was, wasn't that good. Now he's going to a Big 12 school. That throws right. the ball a million times. Shoot. So all this is going to do is better him at throwing. Yes, he's a good. He's a mobile quarterback. He can get out of the pocket. He can make throws. He Lincoln can run. Riley. That's who it is. Yes. I knew it was someone really good, and I can't believe I didn't know that guy. He's so good, Lincoln Riley. But I think this is actually going to better Jalen Hurts' NFL stock. Like yes. I think he's going to be a top quarterback next year in mm-hmm. college football, and this is going to help him get drafted. If he would have stayed with Bama, he would have been behind Tua. Right, Tua is last. Mm-hmm. Say his name. I think this was a great move by him and Agreed. Oklahoma. Agreed. All right, let's get into some USC talk. How are we good on the time there? We're still good? Yeah, we're all right. All right. Let's roll. So Let's our, go fast break UFC, yeah, Rich. fast break here. It's so got to we got to put on gonna here. Kill me. He's going to talk about out. the games, what you got? The, the fights with you. Um, Our boy, Brett Okamoto. He I, made— I love that he's our boy. It's because I know we don't like we, – we did the list last week. I of, just uh, disagreed with what he said. And I, I can't wait to see your guys' yeah. opinion. Okamoto, uh, man. Shout us out on respect. So he chat. made five <laughs> fights that he wants to see in 2019. Okay. Pretty boring list. Let's go. Number one, he wants to see Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. Okay. Which, well, is an obvious, which is an obvious fight, though. Yeah. Yes. His second fight is TJ Dillashaw versus Henry Cejudo, which is happening this weekend. Right. His third fight is Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz 3. Okay. Amanda Nunez versus Sideboard again he wants to see. Mm-hmm. And then the one the, the one who I the, the fight I like the most on this list is this one. He wants to see Tyron Woodley versus Jordan St. Pierre. This is a problem with all of these lists. What is this guys, guy doing? What it's is just like the most generic list. That's what I'm saying. Ever. What Two did you poll Twitter and then you made your list out this of was, that? This was on ESPN where he released this list. Like be a little bit more creative, dude. Zero like, creativity. Zero none. So that's what this was the reaction. What I wanted out of you guys. So that's why I put this on the podcast. So now I want to know if you could make a fight in the UFC my, this year. My daughter could have made that list, by the way. Yeah, she could have looked at the what's happening and then just read it. Yeah, that's basically what he did. It's kind of when you go to a training and the person that's training doing the training is just reading out of the book and you're sitting there for five hours like, okay, I could have read this myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. So what do you want to know? Could, could we? Yes. We should ESPN hire us. Give us some fights that you want to see this year. All right, I'm I, I, I'm only going to ask you one. Mm-hmm. But if you got multiple fights that you want to see, okay, let me know. I agree with the with the Khabib Ferguson fight. Yes, right, Frank. You agree with that? But, but that's, that's going to happen. Yes, that's going to happen. Right? Yeah, that's that's what I think mm-hmm. should happen. But you could see Khabib versus Connor too. If they don't want to waste any more time, what do you want to see? What would be your fights? I want to see go. Khabib versus. Ferguson. Okay. And that's that's going to happen, though. Go out of that. Don't be Brett Okamoto. I want to see John Jones versus Style Bender. 100% agree. That's the one I, That's one of them I had in my head. I got a couple in my head right All right. Home, I would love to see that. I would absolutely love to see that, so I agree with you. I would also love to see TJ come up in weight and fight Max Holloway. That was going to be mine. I'd love to see that fight. I think he could do it. I want to see. And it would be an interesting fight. Yeah. I want to see Max Holloway versus Ally Quinta. I think that's a good first fight for him at 155. Yeah? I think he would destroy yeah. Ally Quinta. I agree. I don't disagree, but yeah. I think that's a fight that I would love to see. I think there would be a lot of boxing in that fight. Yeah. 
I do like this fight, Thompson versus Pettis, that they're coming out with. That's a good one. So I, that was a good that was a good decision by the UFC. I love Till versus Masvidal. That's a good fight. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see if if Woodley's gonna fight anybody. He who do he say Woodley versus who? GSP. I like that fight. I agree with him in that. I think that's something that 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 could be entertaining. But I'd way rather see Khabib versus GSP. That's what I'd like to wow. see. Wow, two guys good on the ground. I like to see that fight. I like to down. see Amanda Nunez versus Holly Holm if they could somehow make that happen. Mm-hmm. I think Holly being a counter puncher would be very interesting to see how that fight turned out. She didn't fight Holly Holmes? No. I'd like to see Cyborg versus Ronda Rousey. <laughs> That's never going to happen. That's what I'd like to see. Ronda Rousey is fighting Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks right now in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who those people were that you just said. I'd also like to see Conor McGregor fight. Yes. I'm trying to think of who i really Ortega? like to see him fight. No. Or, no, I don't want to see that. because Max like, Holloway at 55? I'd like to see him fight Max Holloway again because I think it'd be a totally different story. Max Holloway is a totally different fighter from the first fight. Um, I don't know, man. There's so many. I, for me personally, I think the Connor Nate fight is just. I, I don't think you should do it again. You're over I know, it. Yeah, I am. But I know we talked about it before on the show. Frank's about it. He will, he would like to see it again. Right. I think you said you would you you wouldn't mind seeing it again. But no. to me, I just I don't like seeing repetitive fights over and over and over. I just think it's a good move for Connor because he needs a win. He can't lose his next fight, and he could beat Nate. I think. And Nate Nate had a significant layoff now, so coming back and fighting Connor like that, I think I think that's a good next move for him. Yeah. Who are you going to fight? Tony Ferguson, Max Holloway? Those are killers. It's very it's very possible that he loses that fight and now what? I don't know. I don't know what 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 does Cejudo do if he loses tonight? Do, do you like to see him fight anybody? One FC? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't Yo, I'd also like to see Rose fight Joanna again. That's a fight I would like to see. I just want to see what happens the second time, the third time around, I mean. Maybe see if, if Ioana made a different change somewhere. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea how that would go. I'd like to see Shevchenko versus Nunez. Again? Yeah. They just fought. I, yeah, I want to see it again. What was that fight you were telling us about uh, last night, Frank? Uh, Gaethje versus who? Barbosa. That That's a great be fight. A good fight. I think that would be a good fight. Yeah. I'm a huge Barbosa fan. What's up with uh, Garbrandt? He has a fight scheduled. Yeah. But, but they don't have his opponent like, yet? It's, no, they do, but it's kind of like a warm-up fight, I I Who, feel like. Who's his opponent? I I don't. I didn't his... recognize his name when okay. I saw it. But he does have a fight coming yeah, up? Okay. He does. Yeah, he does. I don't know who it is either. I'd like to see Jimmy Rivera get another shot somewhere in there. I like. I, I think he, you know, he, he give him another chance. I'd like to see Cruz versus TJ again. Ooh. I'd like to see that happen again. What about, what about Cruz versus uh, Garbrandt? You know, seeing how that fight went the first time, you think Cruz would want a rematch just to, you know, see if he could do anything better right, than what he did? Up. Maybe. <laughs> From maybe, that first maybe. fight? I don't know, man. Oh, boy. There's a lot of good fights. I just think Okamoto's got to get better at it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying, yeah. bro? There's a lot. Like I, I, we'd have to look at the whole list, which I'm sure he looked at, and see and, and see what's going on here. I like to see Max Holloway versus Khabib. I like to see that fight too. Um, I like to see Connor versus Ferguson. I want to see that go down, just because I want to see Connor fight people. I don't care who it is, just fight, man. Go out there and just swing and see what happens. 
but there's a lot of there's a lot of good really good fighters and there's a lot of fights to make so it's going to be exciting for me at least so at this point right now we're going to be talking about a little ufc which is a great event coming up the first one on espn plus right yes it is and it's in my hometown brooklyn got to i would love to catch a fight in brooklyn at some point i've never been to the barclays center would you be down for something like that of course. We went for my bachelor party, right? That yep. was awesome. That was out in Long Island. That, that was, was a good card. It was in Long Island. It was a good card. And I believe in a little while we'll be, we're going to get our cousin Sal on the phone. And uh, Sally Knuckles is how I think he rolls. Well, that's at least how I'm calling him. That's a pretty yo. cool thing. Yes. What's and up? Uh, yo, Sal, you here? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, dude? What's up, guys? Nothing much, man. Pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, it's great to be here, man. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to do? I told these guys and uh, let the listeners know a little bit later on that I want to call you every now and then, get your insight into what's going on, because I think having another guy would be great just to analyze the UFC fights and most importantly, the boxing, which is good because not many of us out there, I feel like, are still watching boxing. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's actually picking up some speed now. There's more people watching it th this year than ever, I think. I agree. And now with FS1 showing it and ESPN with top rank, I think more people are going to be able to see these up and coming boxers, which is more which is exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So what uh, you want Especially the heavyweight. The heavyweight division is the leader, right? Everybody follows the heavyweights. When the heavyweight division is good, boxing is good. Amen to that, bro. And Wilder and now Fury coming back. Anthony Joshua hopefully lands Anthony on. Joshua, big baby Miller, my boy, big baby Miller is is uh, making his case to get that Joshua fight. That's what's up, He's man. From Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn, New York. I trained with him a little bit in, in Rockville Center. Big baby Miller, three hundred pounds. Yo, yeah. hit, hit me with hit me with what big baby Miller's got that nobody's ready for. What'd you say? Hit me with what big baby Miller has that nobody really is ready for in the heavyweight division. Big Baby Miller is 300 pounds. He's been fighting his whole life. He fought Crow Cop in kickboxing. He'll fight anybody. He fights MMA. He does kickboxing. He's a pro boxer now. He's ranked number three. And he's 300 pounds. That's crazy, bro. How does he <laughs> How does he move? Is he, is he move like a 300-pounder or, or, or a lightweight? His last fight, he went 10 rounds. He moved the whole time. He's looking, he's looking really good. He's the lightest 300 pounds I've ever seen in my life. Dang. Yo, give me the breakdown <laughs> of what the difference is conditioning-wise from MMA to boxing. Well, I wouldn't say it's the conditioning, cause, mm. but, but it's a it's, I guess different parts of the body have to be conditioned, right? Because you've got to be a little bit all around when you're an when you're, uh, MMA fighter. So you need... Some some different kinds of strength. They hold muscle in different places. If you look at like a boxer, mostly they're holding muscle in their calves, especially Manny Pacquiao. See the size of that guy's calves. Oh my gosh, unreal! Look like cows. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's got so they get these big calves, big shoulders. That's really it. MMA guys got to be more more well rounded. They're doing more things. They're wrestling. They're doing some jiu-jitsu, all different stuff. Right, right. Um, let's get into this UFC a little bit here. I know you're a big fan of UFC, yeah. which, which I love, too. Um, t tell everybody your favorite fight in the UFC. So my favorite fight, I like the Diaz brothers. Those are my favorite, man. Right. I like them. I just like their style. I like how they keep moving forward. You can't knock them out. I love that. Yeah, I feel like I see a lot of the Diaz brothers in um, Dillashaw and in Max Holloway in the sense of, like, the output that they're, that they're coming at you that with. The volume. The volume, exactly. 
Yep, they're throwing a lot of punches, a lot of kicks. They're moving forward constantly. Mm -hmm. It's great. Like, not necessarily, those ain't really power shots, right, all the time, as much as it is to get the volume out there and bang the guy up. Yep, that's the trick, man. Some of those punches have power in them, some of them don't. It's like a crapshoot to see which one, uh, which one's got the power and which one can you take. All right, so let so me know. These guys get used to feeling, they feel they, they feel these pitter-patter shots, they don't move their head so much, and then all of a sudden they get cracked. Right, exactly, exactly. And it look kind of lows you to sleep a little bit, right? That's why I love I love Nick. I'm not so much a Nate fan. I mean, I don't got I don't got any hate for him, but Nick just I just feel like got the all-around game. Not that Nate doesn't either, but just Nick is a little more mature in the game, you know? Exactly. He's got more experience. He's been around longer. I think he's a little bit thicker. He's a little stronger. He's a little more sturdy. Mhm. Yo, uh, Nick Diaz, have you been watching his Instagram story lately? This guy's been drinking non-stop. <laughs> 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 I, yo, I love the, always the news when it comes out, like, yo, this guy's coming back, there may be a fight, is he going to accept it? But I'm, I, I never get my hopes up too much because it, it's like I never know what's going to happen with him. And he, I think if he would have stuck to it, could have been definitely a champion. I know the belt doesn't mean much to him, but I know he yeah. could have been champion at some point. I think he's one of the greats. No matter, Even if he hasn't won the, the belt, I think he's one of the greats. He, he was the dream champion. He fought in pride. He fought Takanori Gomi in pride. He's fought, he's fought the who's who. He fought uh, BJ Penn. He fought uh, GSP. Robbie Lawler. He fought everybody. Yeah. yeah Shamrock. Yeah, that fight against GSP and that fight against Carlos Condit, two fights I feel like Nick probably won, but they gave to the other guy because for whatever reason. I think it's a lot to do with that, how, the, how the points are scored. They score, they score these fights uh, round by round, and I, I think it should be maybe they should be scoring the whole fight instead. Right, totally agree. Let, let, hit, let me know what you think about these fights tonight. You know, the Donald Cerrone fight, let's let's start there. How do you feel about him, and who's this guy he's fighting? Alexander Hernandez. Alexander Hernandez is a young, up-and-coming guy. He's really strong. He's really fast, explosive. He doesn't have as much experience as Cowboy, which he, sometimes he uses that experience to win. And I think that's what happened in his last fight with, uh, I think it was, another, it was another young guy he just fought. Um. Cowboy, that's what he does, man. He takes a fight. Anybody, he fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. That's what I love about Cowboy. Who wins that fight, Hernandez or, or Cerrone? I think, I think uh, it's, it's going to depend. All it's going to depend on is the pace. Cowboy Cerrone's a notorious slow starter. Mm -hmm. So if he's going to start slow, this guy's very explosive, and it's a bad time to sleep in the beginning of the fight with this guy. Right. You think the cut hurts him any bit? I, I know Cerrone's getting a little older. Is that? I feel like that cut is not really something he should be doing. You know, too much more. Yeah, often. I liked him better at 170. I thought he looked really good at 170. I don't know what's, I don't know why he's fighting at 155. But I think he's just taking any fights he can. He wants to make money and go scuba diving. I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, bro, did you hear that story about him scuba diving on Joe Rogan? How close he was to death. That guy's a maniac. I know. He, he's he's been doing that his whole life. He did it on the. The ATV cut his stomach up twice. Stomach yeah. looks like that. Yeah, he's crazy, man. Um, next fight there, Glover Teixeira versus uh, Carl Roberson. If I don't pronounce these right, help me out, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm worse. I'm worse. I'm the worst <laughs> at pronouncing names, man. But Glover Teixeira is getting old, man. Is he? I, I know, bro. I know. And he's been in some wars. He just lost to Gustafson. Gustafson looked looked great in that fight. Yeah, he did. He... And uh, Teixeira is looking slower and slower. So I think... Carl is going to have a come up right now. He's going to make a name off Glover Teixeira. 
I like that, man. I agree with that. I, I think Teixeira is a little bit towards his end of his career. I think a couple of losses here really, you know, got him not looking great. And this young kid, like you said, who I think he's seven and one, he's going to come up. I think there's a good name to make you, you know, make a name against this guy. Um, yeah, I think that's what the UFC's new model is. They're taking these older guys who are on their way out and they're putting young kids against them to get people to watch them. Yes, agreed. Uh, Paige Van Zant versus Rachel, what's her name here? Osterach? Ostevich, right? Ostevich. That's the dime piece fight. Wow. <laughs> Can't get any prettier of two two girls fighting, bro. I, I, I was saying that in the weigh-ins the other day. I said, good Lord, God is good. These, these two got to find something else to do. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Paige Van Zandt just won the Dancing with the Stars. Get out of here. Why are you fighting? Right. I don't get it. No, I don't either. I do not get it. And but, the, uh, the other chick's four and four. She She got to get out, too. Yeah, she's th- this one. Paige Van Zandt is coming off a uh, uh, surgery on her arm, right? Mm-hmm. This is the first fight back from that. I know she gained some weight between, and she got some surgery. Maybe <laughs> we shouldn't talk about that, right? And then, uh, so this is her first fight back. Uh, Rachel Osterich, I know she's having some personal problems as well with her husband. All that nonsense mm-hmm. is going on. So, well, I guess we'll see. But this is going to be a barn burner. Them two go. F- they're fast. They move forward. Mm-hmm. Both of them, they they're uh, high volume. Who you got in that one? Uh, I think I'm gonna pick Paige Van Zandt for that one. Yeah, got it. I'm going Paige Van Zandt too. Um, Joseph Benavidez, Dustin Ortiz. Interesting fight here. Yeah, this is another one that's like Joseph Benavidez has been around for a while. Dustin Ortiz, I I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know who to pick in this one. I know. It's like kind of just pick whoever shows up is gonna be the winner for that one. I heard that Benavidez was supposed to be the guy to step in if Dillashaw or Cejudo couldn't make weight, and he was like, nah, yeah, I don't really want... He lost twice to uh, to Dillashaw already. Yes, yes. That ain't going to happen. I, yeah. he, Nobody wants to see that. No, me either. I, I got Benavidez in this one for some strange reason, um, but I think this kid Dustin Ortiz could be all right. I, just, I think Benavidez's speed gets to him a little bit there, at least from what I've seen in these the two guys training. The wrestling, he's got the experience advantage, so yeah, I think you're right. All right, who we got next? We got Gegard Gillespie versus Yancey Melendez. Me and Frankie and Rich are pumped about this fight. Yancey Medores, I love. he's one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I love mm-hmm. that guy. That's Max Holloway's with, boy. He trains with Nate Diaz. He trains with uh, Max Holloway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got some of the best training partners in the world. I think he's going to be ready for this one. The, the fight against Cowboy Cerrone was uh, same thing, an experience thing. That's why that's why he lost that one, because it, Cowboy's just got that experience advantage. Right, totally agree. Is that who you're going to go on that one? You're picking Yancey? Yep, picking Yancey for sure. Yeah, I'll stick with Yancey in that one, too. I, I agree with you. Here we go here with Greg Hardy and Alan Crowder. What is going on in this fight? Another two guys. I wish on... they wouldn't put this fight on the UFC. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, bro. Why? Why do you say that? Being a co-main event, that's pretty crazy that they are that's... thinking, you know. Greg that... Hardy, is his, what is this, his fourth MMA fight ever? Yeah. And they put him on. The, they put him as a, a co-main event? I know. Totally disagree. That, that makes no sense. And th- where did they find this guy, Alan Crowder? I have no idea. It looks they like just it. picked up some random guy off the street and told him he had a record? Yeah, how about my boy's name is Alan Pretty Boy Crowder. Nice. He is <laughs> ugly, bro. <laughs> gotta, some, somebody's got to do something about these nicknames. Oh, you my. need some type of rules about that. I agree. If you can't come up with one that matches you, you got then you go nothing. 
and you can you can and you and you can put uh, Greg Hardy and Rachel Ostrovich on the same card. That's yeah. a good idea. I I don't think so. I know Dana was talking about that the other day on ESPN. You know they got to bring up now that the UFC is on ESPN. They got to bring up the drama show. So they're asking him yeah. about that Big yesterday. Drama show like. Uh, Golden Boy says. Yeah. Triple G. Big drama show. Big drama yeah, show. Big drama show, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got the big one here. Henry Cejudo, TJ Dillashaw. How does this one go? I don't know, man. I just saw a picture of TJ Dillashaw cutting weight. He looked like he was about to die. He looked like 50 Cent when he had AIDS. Now. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. That looks bad. That does not look good. And Benavidez looks like he's probably, I don't know. Doing some Mexican supplements. I don't know what's going on. This guy's jacked. Oh, Henry Cejudo, right? Yeah, he looked yeah. jacked in that picture the other day they showed. Wouldn't you have rather this seen this jacked. fight at 135? What's the point of this? If you win the 125 belt, then all the 125ers are fired. Right. Have they announced that, that that's definitely not going to be a division anymore? Yeah, all the every, all the 125ers have been released. <sighs> that's crazy. So they're going to either make him step up or they don't have a job. So you win the belt, and then what? And then you just go back to 135? Basically, they're fighting for an, a belt that doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. Who do you think wins this fight? I got TJ Dillashaw always. The guy always comes prepared. He's a great competitor. He's got great wrestling. I know Cejudo's an Olympic wrestler. There's a little bit difference between Olympic wrestling and, and MMA wrestling. I totally agree. How about this stat I seen the other day? TJ Dillashaw stopped 86% of the takedowns attempted against him. Yeah, that's that movement, man. He's constantly switching his stance. He's constantly moving his feet. It's hard to it's hard to take a guy down to keep switching his feet. I know. And how about this one? He's never allowed a single pass on the ground and only absorbed thirteen significant strikes when he's been on the ground. Guys, uh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. He, he 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 gets up really quick. He never spends a lot of time down there. Right. Yeah, he's th- these guys are gonna move fast. This is gonna be a quick one. Like, don't turn away from this fight. I agree. But, uh, I really don't enjoy watching the 125s. I feel like it's two Tic Tacs in a little box, and they shake it, and whoever comes up on top is the winner. I agree. Did, did you think DJ got robbed the other day, the, the last fight against Cejudo? I feel like Cejudo didn't beat him. I don't know. That was a long time ago, and mm. TJ was a different guy back then. Right, right. Totally agree. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I'm going TJ Dillashaw in this fight. I think that he's going to get the two belts, and then they throw the other one out, I guess. I don't know what they do with that and other it one. It disappears. That doesn't make any sense. No. So I, I, double champ with a non-existent weight division. Right. I'm just more about TJ smacking him up and then going, you know, be the back to his division or maybe possibly moving up to the next division. I'd like division. to see him at 145 and fight um, the guy that uh, Holloway just beat. What's his name? Brian Ortega. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a heck of a fight, man. That'd be a great fight. Um, they they tell me that you got two boxing matches that you want to talk about, right? You got those on deck. Yeah, so the Adrian Bronner and Manny Pacquiao fight is gonna be is gonna be a good one because mm-hmm. uh, Adrian Bronner is like uh, I don't know if you know anything about him, but he's notorious like a bad like a bad guy. In the, yeah, in, yeah. In boxing, he's always out partying. He 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 was he only fights like once a year because he's always doing whatever he's doing. He's got uh three open court cases. He's been going in and out of court throughout camp. And Manny Pacquiao is the exact opposite. He's like a very religious guy. Mm-hmm. He takes care of uh, takes care of his family, takes care of everybody in the Philippines. He's part of the Filipino government. Yeah, politician Pacquiao. Yeah, he play he plays professional basketball. I think he does everything. <laughs> He's something else, man. Both those guys, Adrian Broner. Um, I've been watching this series, Camp Cunningham, on YouTube. He's training out in West Palm Beach. 
Florida putting in some heavy work over there, which I, I know he's been at that camp for, I think, the last, the fight before this. And I think yeah, he's he, constantly moving around. Right. He's, he's with the guy, uh, Javante Davis, another up-and-coming guy. Yes. He's really, really good. That must be good spawn. But another guy acts just like him where they can't keep him in the gym. They're always out partying, doing whatever they're doing. I know. That, that, that's going to catch up with you when you're in the ring with Pacquiao. If you go in there Maybe with him. Pacquiao, that's, that's that, again, that same thing, that really high volume, those pitter-patter shots. And then the, and then when he gets the position, he, he he finds his position and he hits you with that big hook or that big two. And he's a lefty as well, so he's a southpaw going against Adrian Bronner, which Adrian Bronner comes from that that uh, that Floyd Mayweather yeah. camp where they have problems with these southpaw guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Who you got in this one? Uh, I got Manny Pacquiao, and if Adrian Brown's head gets any low, if his neck gets any smaller, we're going to be talking to him through his belly in one of those screens like a teletubby. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man. I got the Pac-Man in that fight, too. What's the other fight you want to talk about? Uh, Badu Jack, the light heavyweight. Oh, Badu yeah. Jack is really good. He's 35 years old now, uh, and he's fighting a young up-and-coming guy, but they still got him as the um, they still have him as the favorite. That's going to mm-hmm. be a really good fight. He fought... Last on the undercard of the McGregor Mayweather fight. Yes, yes, I knew Badu. I know about Badu. Yeah, he's a heck of a fighter. That guy. He's very, very good. Very good Olympian. Mm. He's really good. That's going to be a great fight. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, when is that going to be on? Do you know? That's right before uh, the Manny Pacquiao Adrian Brown fight. So it's on the undercard. Oh yes, nice, bro. That's nice. Is that ten- that's tonight? That's tonight, yes. That's a great card. That's a really, really good card. Yeah, man. Yo, look, did you see my boy? I got a question for you. You see my boy Caleb Plant fight last week after the after the football games? Uh, which one? I'm sorry. On FS1, Caleb Plant, this young uh, up-and-coming kid. And I don't know what division he fights in, but uh, he fought last week against, I don't know who dude had a belt, but he won the belt. He's undefeated. I think he's an up-and-comer. Check him out if you don't know about him. Caleb. I don't know about him. Who yeah. is he? Is he a featherweight? I believe he's a featherweight. Yes, that's what I think he is. Yeah, I think I do know who that is. Those guys are good. All these featherweights are good. A lot of the lo- the, the low weight classes in boxing right now are great. Yeah. Lomachenko, Javante Davis is coming up. All these young small guys are really, really good. They're really fast. Right, and even that division with, with that, that I don't know what the exact division is, but Charlo is in it. Um, the Charlo brother. Oh, it's that one forty one division. Yeah, that yeah. division is stacked. They got uh, I think uh, Danny Garcia fights in there yeah. now. They got everybody. Keith Thurman. Pacquiao is going to take some fights in there. Uh, they, uh, what's his name? Just came back. Um, Chris Algieri just came back fighting in that division. Yeah, he was doing a little bit of nutrition for a while, right? Now he decided to yeah, come back as a fighter. Yeah, Chris Algieri was—he's a doctor of nutrition, but yeah. I think he's—I uh, think he's back now. He's fought two fights in a row. He's on his way back. From that loss to Manny Pacquiao. Right, yo. Um, also, another fight I wanted to get your opinion on, Terrence Crawford versus uh, Amir Khan. You see that fight that they just made? Yeah, I don't know why they keep giving Terrence Crawford these bozo fights. I Khan know. is done, man. Khan I know. is done. Get rid of this guy. I'm tired of seeing it. No, no, no. I mean, nobody, none of the other guys that are up in that division, you know, the higher ranked guys want to fight Bud Crawford. I think that's the problem right now. They don't want to be another name on the list. I think that's I think that's that's right, but I think he's got to fight for a fight for a big fight. He could have got this Pacquiao fight instead of Browner. I, I I think. Yeah, I would have loved to see that Crawford versus Pacquiao would have been a great fight. Absolutely I great. Think Pacquiao, if he wins this fight, his next fight is either Terence Crawford mm-hmm. or Mayweather, and then he's going to retire. He's got one left, I think. Yeah, I agree. I got a last question for you, there, bro. If you could make one fight for this year coming up in the UFC, what would it be? What would be your dream fight to see? I'm trying to see the big drama show, John Jones and Brock Lesnar at heavyweight. Oh, man. 
Oh, <laughs> oh man. Joshua, I love it. I love it. I would love to see John Jones a heavyweight. Let's just I, that, let me just start there. And against yeah, anybody, it would be awesome. I think he could be really dominant at heavyweight, bro. Yeah, well, he fought that. He fought. He did that. Uh, that weird grappling match when he was suspended with um, Dan Henderson. Henderson with yeah. Dan Henderson, and that, that was at heavyweight, and he looked giant. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> he's a monster, super <laughs> athletic. Another guy, if he could have stayed on the straight and narrow, you know, he would have been um, an absolute superstar in the UFC. Yeah, for real, definitely. Well, I appreciate it, Sal, man. Sally Knuckles calling in, giving us a little breakdown. We're definitely going to be calling you back, bro. I'll tell you that All right, right cool, now. cool, man. See you guys later. All, All right, right, Sal. Bye. Peace. So I think we're going to wrap it up with uh, episode 42 here, the Jackie Robinson episode. Let's go. For all the listeners, make sure you check us out on iTunes. We're going to get the Instagram page going again. Mm-hmm. We, we've been slacking on that. We'll get Facebook going. But uh, thank you for listening. Episode 42. Peace out, y'all.